is a message from one of our Sunday celebrations. And you can find out more about Jubilee by visiting our website at www.jubilee.org.uk. Well, hello, folks. I'm sure you're relieved to know this little fella isn't the one who's bringing the message to you today. But God did use him to remind me of his love and his kindness and his grace towards me. And I'll share how a bit later on. Thank you for joining us amidst this this strange season of life that we find ourselves in. And I feel that God has really blessed me and encouraged me recently and I hope it will bless and encourage you as well. Amidst this this strange season, as I mentioned, as we all know that we're facing, and I feel there's two mindsets that we might find ourselves in. That of feeling locked down and that of feeling like you are able to be looking around. So I'll explain what I mean by that. By saying feeling locked down, I don't particularly mean the physical state that we have, or that the majority of us have found ourselves in, but rather the mental and emotional effect that it it may or or may well have had on, on us. And the pressures that we might have faced that have brought that about, the myriad of different ways, whether that's from working from home or having been furloughed or working right through the whole time or or sadly facing redundancy or maybe just going back to work right now any and, and more of that can mean that just keeping ourselves fed and our loved ones fed clothed and clean can feel like it's enough and, and any more would be too much by looking around i mean Although this season has been a sacrifice for you, perhaps you haven't felt it as keenly. Perhaps you've got the space, whether that's the headspace or or literally the the physical space, to bless the body of Christ or to consider your communities that are around you. I just want to say to you today, if you find yourself in the first camp, don't feel guilty. Maybe you're feeling guilty because you're more accustomed to being in the second, but that's okay. And I want to hopefully release you from pressure today. Perhaps if you're in the second group, I just want to encourage you not to look down on the first group, especially if you might start to feel frustrated if someone you know uh, is doing less than what you are used to them doing or what you were accustomed to them doing. I don't know, perhaps perhaps you can identify with one or both of those positions. I think the reality is that we may find ourselves moving in between both of them on a weekly, daily, even an hourly basis. I saw something so interesting this week, and it was talking about toxic productivity, and that's talking about the unrealistic pressure and and, and sense of relentless expectation that we can actually place on ourselves. And I do hope that if any of you have started to identify that, that this will help release you from that. You know, our self-worth has never been based on our productivity. 
Our self-worth, our value is found in the one who gives us value, the one who bestowed his grace on us. Jeremy Simpkins, our apostolic leader, has uh, the apostolic leader of Christ Central, the, the family of churches that we're a part of, has done such a helpful video note on, uh, on being emotionally healthy. I think it's the ninth one that he's done since this season of life started. And I really recommend you listen to it. I, I know it will do you good. So two things to hold on to as we go into what I want to share for you um, with you today. Uh, is the sense of presence and purpose. So, let's pray. Father, thank you that you are a God of grace. Thank you that you are a God who loves us. And I pray right now that you would help me communicate well, communicate clearly, and you would help, help this, help this to bless every heart who's hearing this today and do them good. For your glory, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So, let's read God's word together. Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 4. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved and raised us up with him and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God not a result of works, so that no one may boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Amen. So, physically, the majority of us have been locked down, and it has changed the shape of our lives. As many of you will know, I'm a teacher, and I find that I'm on my feet the majority of the day. I'm on the move, I'm from here, there, everywhere. And suddenly I found, as I've been working from home, that I am sat. I am sat on my laptop, setting work for pupils, answering emails. I'm fielding departmental video calls and having uh, video prayer meetings and, and video leadership meetings in church. I'm using my tablet for my Bible plan and for Netflix. Other streaming services are available. <laughs> um, actually, just on that, just on Netflix, let's, let's just be careful with all forms of media, whatever it might be, the phone, video gaming, whatever, just that it doesn't become too much of a, a functional comforter. Let's still live self-controlled, godly and upright lives. So I'm, I'm sat a lot, so I'm on my phone, I'm speaking with family and, you know, this Recently, it's been, a, it's been difficult for us, not personally uh, for our immediate family, but uh, our family have been facing some illness and thankfully not COVID-19, but exacerbated by it. And so we're using, I'm using my phone a lot, you know, reading about the lack of sport, um, trying to support friends and be a good friend to people in Jubilee, I, I hope. So I'm sat a lot. <laughs> so it was quite a surprise to me 
when I felt the Holy Spirit nudging me and then just saying, come sit with me. I realised that I had been bringing a to-do list to God with all of those things that I've mentioned that had become to determine the nature of my relationship with him. And I agree, of course, it's good and right that all of our supplications, all of our requests, we make them known to God. And we trust that, as we read in Philippians, that his perfect peace, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and minds. So that's good and that's right to do so. But if our relationship with God, if my relationship with God becomes just job-based, chances are I will start to view God as the one who is in my life rather than the God of my life. You know, our, our doing must always come from our being, from the sense of identity that we find in Jesus. Otherwise, we risk it becoming loveless, of devotion turning to duty. And friends, that way legalism lies. So as I say, I felt the Holy Spirit saying, come sit with me. And the first words that sprang to mind as I did so well, some of the more helpful words that this little bear utters, I love you morning, noon and night. And I wonder if many of us need to receive that afresh, God's immeasurable riches, his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus, because of the great love with which he loved us. Friends, we must make time in amidst the busyness of all that we're doing. And, and maybe we're more at risk of busyness now as there is some phased return to work, as you're considering the precautions of uh, being safe, as safe as can be with COVID-19 and, and the stresses and the strains that brings. And, you know, the, the, the balance, if, if you're not going back to work, of continuing to find work or working from home, that family work-life balance, even harder to find, perhaps. I wonder if we need to hear that afresh, that reminder of God's love for us, of his grace for us. I want to encourage you to find the time to sit, to pursue the presence of God, to sit with our Saviour. If perhaps for you that was before your shift began or that uh, it was after the school run and you can't do that anymore and you're struggling to wonder where the time will come from, well, let, let's ask God, let's seek him for that. You know, we are called to wonderful things as, as we've just read in the passage. But before we walk into them, we need to sit and we need to receive from he who gives the spirit without limit. Perhaps that's been harder to come by recently. It's been, it was so good as, as a church, we worked through the, the 40 days of prayer material from Rick Warren and such a blessing, I think, for so many of us, we've discussed it in life group about how richly that blessed us. You know, as we read God's word, as we allowed it to soak into us, as we received and enjoyed his presence each day. And 
I just wonder, is that perhaps a bit harder for us to do at the moment without the, the helpful structure of the 40 days material? Well, why not revisit it? Why not go back to it? Or perhaps it would be easier, you might find it easier to pray with others. Sometimes it, it just is. And it's so kind and so generous of Burton Family Church to invite us to join them uh, every weekday at 10 past 10 to pray with them through, through Zoom. Maybe you want to do that. However you choose, we must remind ourselves daily of the great love with which he has loved us in Jesus. But maybe you're not feeling so locked down. Perhaps you're looking around, you're ready and, and raring to go. You're in a great place. You know, you're, as I mentioned, you're keen to bless the body. You're keen to uh, consider and try and show care and, and, and compassion for your communities. I just want to remind us of those words in John. Those words in John that say, whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. We must, even if we're feeling full of vim and vigour, full, uh, full of energy and full of faith, we must ensure that we're moving from a place of grace. I loved what Andy Robinson had to say to us last week about what if. Now, this could be a time for realigning of hearts and, and purposes and practices. Now, I've been feeling that myself, actually, and I had a slightly different angle on it but it was I was so heartened I didn't know what he was going to bring to us but I was so heartened to feel like that I might be on the same page I, I was reminded you know God is preparing a beautiful bride church we are the bride and right now I want to say to you if you feel that you are able to if you feel that you have the capacity to do so then now is a time to consider how we can play our part in making the bride more beautiful. Leaders, prick up your ears now, please. And everyone else, if you want to take two, feel free. Leaders, if you feel that you have the capacity for it, let's consider how we communicate. Let's consider how we can invest and, and develop in the, uh, the people who are under our wing, who are under our leadership. Life group leaders, I just want to say such a thank you, a heartfelt, heartfelt thank you for the wonderful labour of love you're doing in diligently caring for the flock. So grateful for that. If you're new to us and you're thinking, I'd like to maybe see what this community of believers are about, then click the Get Connected button and one of our team will, will help you do that. But for all of us, I feel that there's a chance to put our roots down deeper into the word of God. Graham reminded us about we could be using a plan. You know, there's some great Bible reading plans that you can find on Version on the Bible app. And as a life group, we're working through that. It's blessed me so much. I'd encourage you to consider that. You can dip in and out. So helpful. If we're on our phone so much, why not use them in, in such a way to bless us? 
But perhaps also we can consider that one anothering about how we reach out. Maybe it's somebody is just at the at the back of your mind. I've not seen them online. I wonder how they are. I encourage you, if you feel you can, just reach out, drop them a message, give them a quick call, just see how they're doing. I'm sure they'll appreciate it. You know, all that we have been reminded to do recently, so so helpfully, so clearly, from John Batten a few weeks ago about being content in every situation, from Graham, who was encouraging us to receive comfort, that we might comfort others, to take courage in how we're leading ourselves and our families, to show compassion. And as I mentioned, as Andy has said, what if all of that and all of this must come from a place of grace? You know, it's not in our own strength or our own wisdom. We must receive it afresh. Please don't hear any pressure from me to do more. You know, if you are feeling, identify a bit more with the, 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 the lockdown mindset at the moment, but you want to be in that place of looking around and serving others, I'm not asking you to do more. I'm asking you to receive more. God has really blessed me just through those simple words, I love you morning, noon and night. Reminded me of his loving kindness, that great love that he's loved us through Jesus. Let's start in that place and see where his spirit leads us. You know, we are his workmanship as we read in verse 10. We are creating Christ for good works. Other translations of the Bible describe that as his masterpiece. I just want you to receive that, you know, whether beauty or strength, whatever the purpose, a craftsman will use heat and pressure. You know, silver is refined, steel is folded and forged, and diamonds, that, that perfect combination of beauty and strength, they're created under intense pressure. Be assured if you are feeling that pressure, God will use that to work for the good of all those who love him. You know, I read a great quote recently by Christy Wimber saying, from a divine perspective, what happens to you is not as important as what happens in you. And I think what she's saying is that it's less about the situations we find ourselves in and more about our reactions to those situations. To Father God, our faith is more precious than gold. But there are good works that he may lay on your heart, you know, as we read, that he's prepared them beforehand. So I want to suggest a simple one, a really simple one that we can all do. Why not invite someone to church online? You know, there is a sea of social media out there and at times it's really easy to get lost in it, to, to, to drown in it almost. So why not throw out a buoyancy aid? We are ones who have the words of truth, the words of life that Jesus has given us, that point to Jesus, to the saviour of all mankind. So why not take a step and invite somebody? I know we can... We've all probably faced those thoughts of thinking, oh goodness, what will so-and-so think? I have this, my social media filtered world looks like this. But friends, Jesus said, whoever tries to preserve his life will lose it. 
but whoever loses his life for my sake will keep it. Rather than thinking, what would people think? Let's consider what would Jesus do? He would be saying, go out into the fields and invite whoever you find. And we need to walk in these good works. So, so where you can, still being socially distanced, reach out. Because wherever you are present, you take God's presence with you. People are starved of connection. People are thirsty for human contact. I've had more conversations with neighbours in the last couple of weeks than I have in, in far too long a time that I'm embarrassed to say. So let's, let's make the most of this opportunity that God has laid before us. Whether that is just establishing connection, a conversation as you're passing. I struck up conversation with uh, somebody on my street just happened to be washing his car, just struck up conversation, exchanged names, where we live. There's just a door there, a bit, of, a bit of connection. Or maybe it is showing compassion for a neighbour or a colleague who you can bless. You know, we are daring in faith to continue to believe for 20 new people or families to come amongst us. Of course, God can sovereignly bring them in, but he gives us the privilege of helping people step from darkness into light. So let's do that. So let's close together in prayer. And however you're feeling, let's remember that although we can lose sight of it, we are still eternally and wonderfully sat with the Father in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. You know, if now isn't a good time, perhaps you want to catch it later on Vimeo. But if you're able to, let's pray. Father, thank you that you are kind to us. Thank you that you have abundant grace for us, that your mercies are new every morning. I pray that you would pour out your love into our hearts afresh by the Holy Spirit who you've given to us, that you would remind us in your word, God, that the spirit of he who raised Jesus from the dead is alive and working in us and would bring life to our mortal bodies. Would you bring renewal of hope, fresh grace? Father, for your glory and for our good, Amen. So I, I hope this has blessed you. I hope this has encouraged you. Just remember, sit and then walk. Receive his presence to fulfil our purpose. Thank you for being with us. God bless you and take care. Thank you.